sharing this computer. Welcome everyone to Fire and Water, the podcast. I'm Tennyson Wolf, and as you can see on your screen, if you are watching this, uh, I am joined with Quinita Robertson. We're actually in Quinita, your house. You're off, off in one room, and I'm in another room. And I'm looking out the window at the rain starting to come down. Wow, it is blowing hard and raining hard out there, uh, just as we begin this. Yeah, the water spirits are alive. Uh, what's that? The water spirits. The water are spirits are alive. Well, and maybe that gives us our intro. For those of you who have been listening before, we do we offer this podcast as one of the ways, Quinita, that you and I get to kind of think out loud with one another and learn out loud with one another in the form of voice, and now some picture with one another and a little bit of lightning, maybe or a little bit of thunder going on out there. And uh, our hope is to continue to contribute in wise and soulful ways with invitations for uh, folks who come along to be in their wise and soulful ways and to share some of what we keep learning on the journey that is guiding, eldering, teaching, creating with um, uh, lots of different bodies of work, but includes our fire and water journey. And we are on the eve, if you will, in two days, today's Monday, in two days, we'll be gathering for the third and final retreat of our second cohort uh, people fire and water and there's about 20 folks that are coming through so you and I are up to our ears in some prep and some celebration and uh, some wondering out loud we do our own layers and then we also give some real attention to our people that are coming and I think we're talking a little bit about at least the whole of the gathering yeah um, I'm excited to be gathering with them you know one of the things in um a COVID kind of way, this particular group, uh, their first fire and water retreat was done online. And then we were able to come together in December for their second retreat, which was centered on kind of leaning into the medicine. And now this retreat that we're going into, I always think of uh, this part of the journey, the return is kind of Christmas. We get to see kind of a little bit of what their experiences have been through what we call a presentation of learning. So each of them will present kind of what they've learned. And I always find, even though we're tracking people as they're in the 16 months and we get these touch-ins with them, whether it's the retreat or base camp or one-on-one coaching sessions, that there's still so much of the journey that we don't know that they're, that they're in. And so this particular retreat for us all to be together and bear witness to where they've been and what they've learned, not just what they've done, but what they've learned is really exciting to me. Yeah, I feel that too. Um, There's a kind of celebration that's here. You and I talk about it a lot. Uh, You've spoken this many times. There is something celebratory and gift receiving when we get to see and hear and witness witness these presentations of learning. Uh, I'm thinking back to a couple of days ago on Saturday, we did one of our attempts to sort of cross-pollinate, and we offered a little session on a Saturday morning that had a few people from each of our three cohorts, one that is already completed, the second that we're talking about in coming up here this week, and the third that is running and will complete in uh, November, I think it is, of this year, later this year. Uh, It was so much fun to see those people together with one another. And um, you and I have the unique uh, uh, situation and advantage of knowing all of them, yes. but to see them meeting each other or, you know, finding this little connection and, and watching them uh, light up 
with yeah. something uh, was, was pretty cool to see. I say all of that here because it's pretty encouraging. I love the thought that we're coming in with this group this week. And, um, and after all of the encouragement that we have done with folks individually and in groups and in the whole group, to take the deeply inner path, to do their own work, to do their own healing, and to hold container and offer guidance and eldering on all of that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. I feel pretty excited about being able to see these people in a return way, as you described. We have met before in the context of our home base for fire and water, the Hope Springs Institute in Peebles, and uh, so people know what it feels like to be there. And I'm pretty, pretty excited about seeing them return to this place of familiarity and this place of celebration. Yeah, and I think one of the things for me that makes it kind of a little bit more uh, mm -hmm. alive mm -hmm. in that crossing over cohorts that you've talked about, like mm -hmm. we were with our alum last month mm -hmm. and then was it, you know, a month or two months beforehand, we were with the third cohort. Yeah. And so to be with them um, so close together mm -hmm. and to be able to feel kind of the different flavors of the different cohorts. Yeah. And not only that, but the alum have been intentional at times along this journey of reaching out mm -hmm. to the different cohorts and whether it's sending them a message of this is our wish for you or sending yeah. them a gift along the way. And it's one thing to be able to experience, I think, the alum in a video or in a gift, but it's another thing to like be live time, real time with them that we got to be with them just a couple of days ago, which is exciting to me. That's totally cool. Well, Quinita, as we come into this third and final retreat for this cohort, yeah. knowing that that is uh, nested within a, you know, a, a bunch of journeys here and a bunch of learning for you and I, are there any particular themes that you feel stand out as, um, or just that your intuition tells you are important as we come into this gathering and the holding of a third retreat with them. Yeah. I think one of the things is that they're coming into a community that already exists. Mm -hmm. And so they're coming into a community that already exists. And when they come in, the community is different. You're talking because about just this cohort, right? Yeah. So this co cohort, yeah. When um, in finishing this is what yeah. I'm speaking to is part of what in the return of this retreat at the end, you know, they're moving into a community that is already there. Yeah. But the retreat, I hope part of what happens hmm. is we get to hear some more around who they've um, discovered themselves to be. Mm -hmm you know, what geniuses they bring into the world mm -hmm. that then they get to bring an offer mm -hmm. into this wider community that um, not only changes who they are again, but changes the community itself. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah, I told you that when I was flying on the plane yesterday, I guess that was to come out here um, so that you can, you and I could be in our connection and our prep and all of this. Uh, I was having quite a moment on the plane because I started thinking about this group and I was thinking about specific people, and uh, that that took me into a whole uh, really fantastic uh, exploration in my notebook in seat 
a row 18 seat A uh, <laughs> to be able to uh, just like map things because I'm a person that really benefits from mapping and putting yeah. things on paper and, and uh, seeing different colors on the page. And so I was really getting a lot of things. I felt like it was a kind of download of sorts. And, and I was, the time passed really quickly as I was just exploring all of this. Um, there are some themes. These have been themes that have shown up along the way or maybe been refreshed also by being with that group on the weekend recently or the alumni group recently. Um, one of the themes, so you and I have been inviting uh, the people that we're with as well as ourselves to notice the patterns. What do we see? What are we continuing to try to encourage? And one of those themes is around coming home to self. And I think this is one of the things that's quite different in the program that we're offering. I love it when people get smarter and they have cool resources and all those things. But uh, there's this way in which we are encouraging them to come home. And the coming home inevitably is to within their own skin and yet in the company with other people who are also taking that journey. So the fact that we are able to um, encourage that and notice like the deep and powerful sourcing that is coming home to self and recognizing the unique genius, that's some of the language that you've used, um, the unique genius and the just powerful presence that we can be when we are so deeply inner sourced and yet connected in a community of others doing that. That's one of the themes for me. Um, a second one that I really came about within the last month and a half for me that I've shared with you and it came about because of our alumni gathering or that's when it started to become apparent for me. And I've been using it ever since then in the last six weeks or so as a kind of metric um, for how I am with groups and how groups are when they are together. And uh, so this is the part that you heard before. I'm looking for aliveness. And the aliveness is of a, a couple of particular things for me. Is there aliveness in learning? And is there aliveness in loving? And if those two things are in place, then something important is happening. And when I talk aliveness in learning, I'm talking about how things seem to pop and we feel things and... <clears throat> excuse me, some of the insights come easily or naturally. Aliveness and loving is so closely related to that where we, we realize that we're, you know, we are so deeply connected. I'm talking about the, all of us now, so deeply connected with one another and so welcoming of uh, who people are to be in that kind of connection slash loving and learning with one another. If I pull all of that down into one little example, this came out of our call recently last week with the group that is convening this week. And I think we had offered a little question about roommate preferences. You know, we have enough bodies to share rooms. And I remember when we were first doing that and the people don't know each other, it always feels like there's such a like hesitation. And, you know, for the ones that don't know one another, there's, there's more requests for private rooms, uh, which we generally don't have, you know. And at this point now in the journey, that is such a moot point. Like people are just, you know, oh, you could, you could sign me up with anybody. I'd be happy to roommate with this person or this person or this person. Um, that demonstrates to me some aliveness in loving. And I think some aliveness in learning. And, uh, you know, those, those are words to try and describe something. But I, I think they really touch an aspect of uh, a kind of energetic field or a vibrational field that 
is so much a part of fire and water to me and what we're we're creating and inviting and challenging ourselves and others into. I think I can't help but to think of their kind of uh, this last retreat um, and compare it to the time of life that I'm in with my children, mm -hmm. which, you know, my daughter just graduating from high school and my son coming back from Spain. And mm -hmm. there's a part of like going out into the world mm -hmm. um, that I think about and I think about with them mm -hmm. and sense of like, I have some of the same wishes. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like, well, you've been, you've learned some stuff here. Like, you know, don't, don't leave here and forget that you know some stuff that, that, that we've poured things into you and you've poured things into each other and that um, take that with you. You know, I heard a woman once say, I'm gifting this through you, not to you, you know? And so remembering to carry that into the world um, and that you can come back home from time to time, that you can come back and check in and say, you know, um, I have people, I have people that I can go to. I'm not alone in this journey and um, I don't have to um, carry it all by myself. Um, and, you know, that, that you have something special to offer Mm -hmm. that um, that hopefully, you know, they've learned some really important good stuff about themselves mm -hmm. and that they've grown some courage too to share it. Yeah. And then I think the last thing I would say is um, that um, love isn't just a feeling, but a choice and an action. Yeah. And that, you know, so often I think we think of it as feeling instead of no, we've chosen each other, we've chosen to come into this journey together, mm -hmm. we've chosen to, um, to practice and act out of places of love, and remembering that in their encounters, um, as they move forward. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Anything else to share for this time? No, I'm just excited to be with them and to discover and to like be able to witness like where are they now and you know we sent out um, recently the uh, interviews that we had that we had recorded yeah. so that they could see those and preparing the, for who they used to be 16 months ago and now who are they mm -hmm. and so I'm excited too to hear a little bit about what that was for them mm -hmm. and um and just where are they and where do they want to go from here? That's beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I think for me, what I would add in, because uh, these are these are sort of the bigger stories that we try to translate into a program and holding each other and guiding, you know, these people. Um, uh, we use the language a fair amount of helping people to become uh, what they're really meant to do. And sometimes that is some painful letting go and some painful, you know, life experience that, that uh, is tough to get through. But behind all of that is a desire to, sometimes the way that I think of it is help people uh, get out of the noise of the world and into the clarity of voice of, or, or instinct or intuition or calling for that matter of who they are. And so it's not a small thing to wrap up a journey like this. I know that as we're together, you and I are planning things, you know, we'll do some things to both ceremonialize as well as, um, uh, you know, be deliberate in process to kind of build story and uh, commitment of practice and some of those things. 
so that we can send people in a good way again. But it's not a small thing to take that journey. And I feel proud of what you and I have been able to create and offer. And I really feel proud of the people that continue to come and, uh, and trust us, sometimes fight with us a little bit to be in the journey. But it's not a small thing to, to anchor intention in the becoming of who you're, you're meant to be in the world and stripping away some of the other stuff that sometimes just defaults many of us into, you know, a life of, of uh, less conscious choice. Uh, so all of that and a bunch of other things go into some pretty strong joy in my heart to anticipate and welcome these folks coming and to continue creating as you and I are doing this way. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. Yeah, I look forward to checking back in later and letting them know how it went. There we go. That's right. We'll do a follow up. Yes. Well, uh, as always, thanks to you who are listening and watching. Uh, thanks to Joe also for the one who kind of helps work these podcasts into posting them and getting them out on time and making them available. That's you and uh, you, Quinita and Joe, that put a lot of effort into that. Um, we have a few different websites that you can follow up and reach us at. Quinita is nazuzu.com. I'm tennisonwolf.com. Uh, our fire and water site is fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com. And we're pretty close to another website here, qtwisdom.com, that will link up some of that stuff together and uh, put us in a, a place of being reached in a, in a simple way that way also. Thanks, everyone, for today. And uh, cool, we made it through this rain and thunder yeah. for this little episode. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks.